The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Welcome back to Becky Bell Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Joe Ostrowski here with you. Let's get back to the games. And as we mentioned, an intriguing, intriguing game between the Ravens and the Browns, where Cleveland is at home, a two and a half point favorite, a low total of 40 and a half, and the public is really on the under in this one. I assume because they are seeing all of these highlights of Miles Garrett and all these other great defensive standouts for Cleveland saying, you know what? I don't know how in the world Lamar Jackson can do anything against them, so we might as well just take the under. It's not as simple as that, obviously. But, Joe, how do you see this game playing out? Uh, Yesterday, both of us mentioned this game during contest plays uh, on Thursday's show, and I got to say that, you know, at this point, I don't know that I would put it in a top five. I want to see what happens in the game, but as far as – Opinion on a side, it's really tough. Now, you need the, you need the final injury report for the Ravens. i got to see where these guys stand going in. Uh, Bateman has not been practicing this week. Odell Beckham has not been practicing this week. Same thing with Marlon Humphrey, uh, the cornerback. But it looks like there's a chance Ronnie Stanley returns. He's been limited in practice. They will get safety Marcus Williams back. They did not have him, I believe, over the last couple of weeks. Justice Hill uh, limited. Kyle Hamilton limited. They are just so beat up. But I think we're slowly going to get there, maybe in a couple of weeks. They're much healthier than they have been uh, over the last few. So that's going to clearly be something to watch. I mean, look, defensive-wise, I see why there's money in the under. You have the Browns that 
number one in just about every metric. We talk about the Dolphins being number one in every offensive metric. Well, it's the same thing for the Browns on the defensive side. That's how dominant their defense has been. And it's not like the Ravens have a bad defense at all. They're still really good. You can make an argument that they're still top five, definitely top ten. So I understand why that is, uh, that's getting money. Uh, on, on the look ahead, when they first opened the total, it was 44. Went down three wow. and a half points. I mean, that that's a pretty big move in the totals <laughs> world. So, you know, trends-wise, a lot of people pointing to John Harbaugh, Lamar as underdogs. And, okay, I get it. Uh, but it is inside of a field goal. So, I, I don't know about going too far on that. We'll say that's a great teaser leg. Baltimore plus eight and a half. Mm. That looks pretty good to me coming off that loss last week. What do you think, Ed? Yeah, this is this has teaser written all over it just because you expect a divisional rivalry like this to be relatively close. And I think it also matters when evaluating what the Browns did last week. I mean, I think one of the big themes that we have for this show in general today is just how b- bad the Titans' pass defense is. It is so bad, so bad, Joe, that Sunday was just the second time Deshaun Watson was in a Browns uniform and finished with positive EPA. Just the second time in a Browns uniform, he kept the offense on schedule. That is how easy the challenge was for him. And even though the Ravens are banged up, yes, they're not the Titans. The pass defense is more than capable, and they're more than capably coached as well to where they can at least put Deshaun Watson in worse positions. Ravens are banged up, but the Browns, you know, look, when it comes to pass protection for Deshaun Watson, it is a little suspect. I mean, Watson's faced a pressure rate of 37%. So this is something where the pass rush can at least be interesting for the Ravens. The secondary will be much better than they were against the Titans. And look, you figure, okay, well, the ground game's going to be fantastic. Well, there's actually value in Jerome Ford to go under his rushing prop of 50 and a half yards which I think will Mm. happen here. This offense will take a step back, which makes this game close. So if there is a side, I like Ravens plus two and a half, but as a teaser leg, Ravens plus eight and a half, I think that's more than okay here. Okay. I'm just taking a look at the quarterback props. Always interesting, especially a matchup of two top defenses. The Lamar passing prop is 185 and a half. 185 and a half. out. You might be missing a number of receivers if he's already out and then other guys that have not been practicing. So that's a concern. Does he lean more on the run? That is set at 47 and a half for Lamar. But yeah, good good teaser leg. I don't think I'm going to have anything on the side. Are you Are you going to when it's, it's all said and done? I know you did it's yesterday. It's- yeah, I, I probably Still? will. The teaser leg may also be fun too. Like, you know, maybe do both of them just to be on the safe side. That's probably how I'll attack this, Joe. Okay. All right. Very good. I, it's one of those games I'm looking yeah. forward. Uh, big implications with the division, what the Bengals end mm-hmm. up doing. Do they get back to 500 or do they fall to one and three? It's going to be really fascinating to watch this AFC North unfold all season. And it's a fun game too, Joe, And that if we're backing the Browns to win the division or the Ravens, what have you, a loss mm-hmm. isn't going to kill you. 
because the winner of this division may only have 10 victories, maybe 11, somewhere in that neighborhood. But it's not something where any one team, unlike when we were talking about the NFC North, no one team's going to run away with this division, at least I don't think. So the outcome of this maybe doesn't matter as much, but it's still going to be fun to watch. Like put on the leather helmets and the old school (laughs) black and white film. The goalposts are actually in the end zone, which sounds really dangerous when you describe it that way. That's the kind of football we'll be watching. When they show the old clips on NFL Network of anything with with the goalposts at the goal line, like it just blows (laughs) my mind that they played that way. Right? I know it's insane. Like, and, and you and like some guys used it as screens or what have you, or had guys run into <laughs> it. Like that's the smart thing to do. But imagine if that were to happen today. Like, I mean, I, we'd have a bevy of injuries like every single week because of that thing. I, I'm glad we're a yeah. little smarter now about it, but <laughs> good grief. That just, it's insane how much we've come, how far we've come from the, the days of yesteryear. Uh, let's move on now to the uh, Raiders and the Chargers, because uh, even though my model says this is a sharp number, I still want to back the Chargers here because of uh, how shall I put this? How should I put this? Coaching and front office incompetence by Las Vegas. That's how I'm putting this. Because look, Aiden O'Connell really should start if Jimmy G doesn't go here, but I don't. And it is actually dealing with the health of the franchise when knowing full well that they have no chance to win this season whatsoever. Like, evaluate your team. That's Mm -hmm. what matters this year. But they just don't want to do that. Instead, they're going to try and cover a five and a half, knowing full well. I mean, when it comes to, like, looking at this Chargers offense, for instance, like, yeah, Mike Williams is out for the rest of the year, and you hate that for them. But couldn't you imagine the Raiders being incompetent enough defensively where Justin Herbert is still able to complete several deep balls? Can't you just imagine that happening? Yeah. Yeah, I could. I, I, I want to take the Raiders. I really do. I don't think I can, can sit here on Friday morning without knowing the quarterback, without knowing what's going on with Eckler. So Eckler's been practicing all week. He's limited, right? And it feels like people are talking like Kelly's definitely going to be in this game. Like that is a big difference. I'm sorry. I I know running backs don't matter, but Kelly has been, he hasn't done anything in in this Mm -hmm. offense. So that's a concern. Jimmy G might play that. I have not. It's been a while since I've seen that concussion Sunday game play next Sunday. Right? When's the last time you saw that? He was limited in practice yesterday. <laughs> Miami he last might... year. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, well, since then, though, uh, he might <laughs> clear the he might clear the protocol. Yeah, it felt like the rules and the attitude towards concussions changed a little bit. Maybe we were hoping that would be the case because it's still football and yeah, right. coachy coach guys out there, desperate teams. You know, both one and two got to play. Um, it, it's tough to make a call without knowing the quarterback for the Raiders, but I would like to take the plus five and a half, but there are some key players. We don't know what's going to happen. Do, do we have to just, Hey, don't worry about the side. Don't worry about that. You just go Devontae Adams props because the quality of quarterback part doesn't matter for Devontae Adams with the way he's been eating. Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, that's, that's probably a safe play. Although in that first game, Jacoby Myers also played well. So I wonder if, say, that's the, yeah. the second option. I mean, th- this Chargers defense has been brutal in so many different ways. And th- this whole J.C. Jackson situation has been uncomfortable. 
however you need to, to sort of view that. Uh, but at the same time, when you're looking at this Raiders offense, like Jacoby Myers, you know, still a more than competent receiver. Devontae Adams, still outstanding. So yeah. you feel like he can at least get his. But in a potential shootout, you trust the Chargers way more, even without Mike Williams, because, you know, yeah, you don't have a whole lot of great deep threats in this Chargers offense. But in terms of, uh, you know, pass rate over expected, this is one of the more airborne offenses in football, even in neutral situations. So to me, Herbert overprops are more than okay. And there is probably some random guy we hadn't heard of who will complete maybe a couple of 20 plus air yard catches that's where I think the difference is because I think the Raiders will just mishandle the game plan altogether. Palmer, or maybe we see Johnston do something finally. Like they've been talking Eventually. a lot about that. Uh, it, it's got to happen at some point. Yeah, it, J- Jacobs hasn't done anything. Uh, you know, EPA mm-hmm. per rush, the Raiders are dead last in the NFL. Not, not what we were expecting coming off uh, Jacobs' 2022 campaign. But yeah, you know, the Chargers, they've been explosive on offense. The thing is, they can't stop anybody. Uh, totals 48 and a half, and we don't even know the Raiders quarterback. <laughs> That's something, man. Right. And it's possible the Chargers could do that by themselves. This, this Raiders defense is so bad. Like, I mean, you could see the Chargers score 40-something, and then you're fine there. Like, a little backdoor mm-hmm. over. Why not? You know, in a 44-6 to six final or something like that. that. That's more than okay as far as I'm concerned. Um, real quick, let's get to the, the Steelers and Texans here. Not a whole lot to talk about, I don't think. But as much as we talk about T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith is also fantastic. C.J. Stroud, welcome to the NFL. I think the Steelers' defense could shine. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And it's interesting, like, the, the, the wide range of opinions that we've had on Kenny Pickett so far this season. I don't have a play on the matchup, but... You just We've seen it so many times. You get that feeling sometimes with rookie quarterbacks when they're getting too much love. It feels like we're bordering on that with Stroud this week. Hello. Here you go with the Steelers. Good luck. Right. Degree of competition goes way up. I'm going to lay the points. Mm-hmm. I think the Steelers uh, take care of business. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, how much will Taylor Swift impact Sunday night football? Our football lives will never be the same right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.